0: Al Bayan Radio presents the following program, asking Allah that it serves as a
1: benefit for all. Ramadan, Ramadan, Ramadan on Al Bayan Radio. Salatu wa salamu ala nabiina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahibihi wasallam. Salam alaikum dear brothers. Welcome to Ramadan nights on this twenty sixth night of Ramadan, fourteen forty four after the blessed Hijrah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. May Allah bless Abu Abdullah. And I'm very pleased to be joined by my dear brothers, Sheikh Farhan and Dr. Omar. As-salamu alaykum, dear brothers. Wa alaykum as wa As always, it's good to have you back together. It's a bit of a reunion, isn't it? Yeah, it feels it's like been it's, a it's been a while. I feel like
2: it's COVID back. SubhanAllah, man. But they were beautiful times, bro. We, we had the series song. and... But, yeah, for, series? maybe uh, we, can, we can remind our listeners of what you're Seera, referring Seera, to. All, yeah, yeah, we had a Seera podcast.
1: Yeah. We had a few other things happening.
0: We did a two-hour thing on Ashura. Ashura, oh, yeah was, that was so all there
1: on YouTube Everyone wants to go back and
0: I I think that was up. probably One of the best lessons That we've done Yeah That two hour sitting That we had for Ashura Just before the yeah, night yeah, of Ashura And we went through The maqdal of Hussain an, uh, And what's the reality of Ashura It was
2: it was amazing That one was a good one and The most amazing thing Is that Allah, You actually have a completed series Alhamdulillah
0: <laughs> that, Since that, then that, That's a big achievement man. Since That the 40
2: hadith in Nawi Alhamdulillah yeah. that <laughs> that's, that's special That is actually You know that's like I think I've actually done That series because You know what it is That's dedication You know why Because a lot of people Start something But they don't finish it Subhanallah And I know there's many Others to come But I'm saying you're Like having a set Series of And then completing that I I think that's a great Treatment And it's an online I feel Subhanallah What you're getting From Sheikh Farhan Is is very beneficial In in that series Subhanallah And uh, you can imagine The preparation You know The brothers can imagine The preparation The hard work that That was uh, 64
0: lessons I think that we did uh, All up 63
2: In the 40 hadith In the 40
0: 63 I think 63 lessons Um, But it took us over 2 years
2: Was there a point That you'd like just You know what This is getting too much Um, Look
0: For that lesson No For that lesson It was a lesson
2: That (laughs) was of love
0: It was a lesson that was I had Sheikh Nidal behind me He was He was was on my back a lot Let's not lie Um, But it was the first lesson that had started after I graduated from Medina. Um, like I will always look fondly back at that series because I got married as well during that series. Right? It was like everything, subhanAllah, happened during that. I, I got very good memories with that, with that lesson. So it took us two years. Um, but me and uh, Sheikh Nidal were talking about it. It's the first one in Australia, according to our knowledge, that's been completed, recorded. Online, Allahu Alam. Most likely, inshallah. One of, let's see. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people, you're right. That they started it and it was wonderful work, but they've never completed. And it's, uh, I, I honestly, I learned so much from that on how hard it is to complete. Uh, the thing is, there
2: are ones I've seen them online, mm. even international. Mm. Yeah But they're like five, seven, eight minutes. Yeah, Or just a quick explanation, but you've got an actual lesson on each.
0: Yeah, I think hadith. the average time was 30 minutes on each of them Someone, some of them were over 40 some of them were under 30 but the average time for each lesson was 30 minutes but there were times where we had to come into the lesson and there was maybe one brother sitting in front of us right? so I understand يعne, why people say it's easy to just be like if I do not come no one will realize I'm not there you know it's just it's just a one-off thing the
1: lessons were streamed online in so you have a minimum you know 300 Allah, look, listeners. But, uh,
0: but that's when I, you know, we don't try to praise ourselves or anything yeah. like that, right? That's where the real ikhlas comes in. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to have that that's continuously it. and to allow us to be upon the path of al muhlasin of those who have ikhlas sincerity. Because it's very hard to start something and continue with it when you don't see the fruit of it in front of you, right? Because you're doing it to create bank in the akhirah. And yeah, you know, Allah accept this from us. Leave this as some remnant for us. Maybe someone. You know, yes. A few weeks ago, one of it. the brothers some came. Fruits.
1: You're gonna tell us about some fruits. Yeah, vineyard, yeah. So
0: last uh, a few weeks ago, um, one of my students came. Is like he's a teacher in one of the Islamic schools. He's like, I actually use your 40 hadith to teach the kids in Islamic studies. Um, you know whatever we're covering. And it's like it's like the first series that I tell people to read. So it's like okay, alhamdulillah, At least like now it's done. It's been done for about I think let's just say close to six months now. Um, and in that time, we've started a whole bunch of new stuff as well. Alhamdulillah. But it's uh, it's definitely a, a massive
1: learning. Curve. Now you have started Tafsir unlocked, the Tafsir of the Quran every Monday nights at Masjid Al Azhar Bilmul, streamed live on Al Bayan, and it will resume inshallah, after Eid, so the week after Eid.
0: Yep. So that's. Uh, that's a project that again it's one of those types of challenging programs because there's a lot of information so if we finished al fatiha in about 13 or 12 lessons um and so that yeah the amount of information that's there can sometimes be overwhelming i totally understand that um, finishing Surah Fatiha in, in about ten, 10 to 12 weeks is not easy You know what I mean So one person rocks up He thinks he's going to be a Mufassir by the end of the you know 6 weeks And then 12 weeks in We're still on the 7th verse of Surah Fatiha It's, it's a very tough thing to, as a student of knowledge to take that But um, the concept behind it is We need to focus and d- dive deep into the Qur'an But now with Surah Al-Baqarah We're going to start Surah Al-Baqarah inshallah when we get back And hopefully we're going to try to take more content Inshallah In a more synchronized, summarized way, inshallah Inshallah. But it just requires a lot of time on the back end So like one of the lessons that we did uh, with the Tafsir Unlocked It took me about 12 hours to prepare One lesson And that one lesson, it, it goes 45 minutes, right? 45 minutes of just when we're doing it in the actual class But behind the scene works, I had to read, you know, 13 different books To get to that one lesson And everything was referenced And everything is attributed to the person And I'm translating a lot of the works So that's like That's a project that I genuinely think Will be 15 years plus Uh, Inshallah If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us life um, I understand why some people think it's not for them But if someone finishes I reckon a year of it um, If someone finishes I reckon a year of the program Then I think they will see the the fruits of it, inshallah. So, hopefully, we're going to start uh, experimenting with how many verses we can take from how many different uh, mufassirin. So, that's the main aim when we come back, inshallah. Bidnilahi Tabaraka wa Ta'ala.
1: Inshallah ta'ala. Now, for those series you spoke about, they're both available at the Masjid Al Azhar YouTube channel uh, and also um, on Al Bayan Radio uh, podcast uh, channels as well, and also your personal YouTube channel.
0: Yeah, so we got all of the lessons that we're doing Because I have three ongoing programs that we're doing So we're going through um, We finished the 40 hadith Alhamdulillah, it's done and dusted uh, Now we got the tafsir on Mondays We got um, Riyadh al salihin on Wednesdays And we got al-Dawah on Fridays Now al-Dawah for me again is like one of those challenging sit-down um, and really struggle with it because we're going through line by line of the book. Just the
1: title enough. The title is The enough. disease
0: and the cure, right? So we've gone through close to uh, a third of the book completed, um, but we still have about three to four, no, about four hundred page, uh, th- about three hundred and fifty pages to go. Um, so I think that's going to be another one to two year project, um, and that's like a really, yeah, it takes a lot out of me because sometimes, again, it's that same thing, right? There's the brothers sack off. You know, it's a very hard thing to continue on. You're coming with all this preparation and there's not a single brother with a book in, in, in his hand. It's like, come on. You know what I mean? Uh, it's tough. It's, it's like, uh, it's not an easy thing to do. To, but stay, to stay motivated is hard, dude. hundred percent. Look, as a teacher, it's hard. So imagine
1: the student. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not easy. So um, after this introduction, uh, as the brothers and sisters would have gathered, today's topic is about knowledge or specifically advice to students of knowledge. Now, um, we'd like to welcome all our listeners on 107.9 FM in Sydney. We will be on 107.9 FM in Sydney until after Eid, inshallah. And also, all, all those watching on Al-Bayyan uh, YouTube and also ASWJ Australia and all those listening on, on our apps and Wi-Fi devices, uh, don't forget to subscribe to all our uh, channels and platforms. Now, um, whoever would like to contribute and ask some questions regarding this topic, feel free to leave us your comments and feedback or questions. On our live streams there, and inshallah, we'll try to get to them throughout the program. Now, um, Sheikh Farhan, I was speaking to some brothers, and some, and we we're speaking about remaining steadfast after Ramadan, and we said, think about how blessed you are in i'tikaf and all the things you can do hmm. in i'tikaf, and the, which protects you from the, the a lot of the haram that's out there. Hmm. And you, you, you know, you got your iman is 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 a higher level. And one of the things we spoke about is how accessible knowledge is hmm. when you're in the masjid. For example, here at Masjid Al Azhar, Belmore. They have an imam at each salah. Mm. They can easily ask questions. There's lessons after Isha, after Fajr, after Asr, minimum. Every day. So the inner environment, a beautiful environment of knowledge, good people, within Allah Ta'ala, God-fearing Muslims. So how are you going to you know, go backwards? You're going to only get better bi'ithni Allah Ta'ala. Mm. So one of the things we advise the brothers is to seek knowledge and not only seek knowledge, attend structured lessons or... Mm courses mm. like what you're doing for example you're doing tafsir it's structured mm. you're doing yad salihin structured you're doing that it's structured there's many courses out there where you can attend and study and read and follow with a, a sheikh or student of knowledge and this is what we advise the brothers mm. so let's get straight into it some advice for students of knowledge keeping in mind the theme of remaining firm and steadfast after ramadan and this is one of the ways to do it isn't it
0: 100 so the first thing is that we have to come back to the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu wasallam, that the most beloved actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the most consistent even if they're small. So you have to be able to understand that what you are going to do now, your main idea is, is that you're going to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and put, you have to put steps towards whatever you're going to do. And the most practical step that you can take to come closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seeking knowledge. It's the most practical step When you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It's easier for you to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When you know about the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu It's easier for you to follow the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu When you know about what the pious predecessors said About knowledge, about the effects of knowledge on the heart Then it's easier for you to apply all of those into your lives On your day to day So knowledge is something that needs to be sought And it needs to be implemented And it's not just this theory that you're trying to gain It needs to be with the understanding that whatever I'm learning, I'm going to try to implement this. Whatever I'm learning, I'm going to try to do it. But the main thing is, is that we need to now as a community, generally, to lift our standards and look very, very closely at where I'm going to spend my time. Because the time in a life of a believer is the most important asset he has. So now, someone, like for instance, some of the brothers were saying, your classes clash with my timetable. Because right, I do one, two and three elsewhere or somewhere else. So I was like, look, this is what you got to do. You're going to look at your timetable and you're going to make a criteria of what you are benefiting from your timetable currently and what the potential benefit somewhere else is or in something else is. So you have the ability now because you've said, for instance, you've stayed in something for about a year or two years or three years, but you're not really progressing. It's not really giving you anything. It's not Taking you a step further It's not helping you in your iman It's basically a hangout And it's a meetup It's a social Q&A And then I was like You got to really assess that And be like Hey is that where my time needs to be sent, spent So a lot of this maturity needs to come in Of maybe your sheikh isn't popular Maybe he isn't the biggest sheikh Maybe he isn't the most knowledgeable sheikh But maybe you can gain more from this sheikh Than you can get from somewhere else And I think that requires a lot of like a lot of maturity, a lot of maturity when it comes to seeking knowledge. Um, so I think after Ramadan, when people are back on that drive, I think they should start off with where should I spend my time? Pick out the really, really specific classes that they think they can excel in to help them go and move on another level. I think that's something that needs to happen now. Um, if you feel that you know you've been in a class and it's not really you're not really benefiting from it then I think maybe you might have to reassess or speak to a sheikh, someone, a third party, and be like, these are my two options. What should I do? And then hopefully that sheikh has an idea of what each of those mashayikh are doing and hopefully they can help. But I think generally speaking, um, to get on the ball running as soon as Ramadan ends and join classes, that's the main thing. Um, The public lessons that, like for instance, Azhar runs, uh, Masjid uh, Masjid al-Azhar in Belmore, it's public lessons that's open But the concept behind it is like it's as if you're attending a structured class and it's like you're in a classroom setting, but literally how it's supposed to be under under the roof of the masjid. It's the masjid itself. It's anyone can come, anyone can listen, anyone can attend. No one's taking attendance. No one's taking fees. Right. It's just an open lesson, free of charge. You come, seek your knowledge, leave. That's all we're asking. Just seek your knowledge. No one's asking you for anything else, so I think these types of things are very, very important. Um, and I think if someone can do that after Ramadan, then by the end of the next till the next Ramadan, they'll
1: see a massive change, inshallah. Dr. Um, Omar, it's a blessing to have all these lessons available at your doorstep. Basically,
2: SubhanAllah, I just yeah, I'm just sort of what's it called? Reminiscing, yeah, on the Sheikh Farhan's words. You
1: had the reminiscing look on your face, that's why. Um,
2: yeah, like. I I I think people don't really understand the value of it. That's that's the actual truth. And when we want to talk about structure, when you actually talk about having something in structure. You know, if you're doing anything, you're doing like a first aid course, then I tell you, I oh, just come out, you know, get a pump up and go. It has to be structured because it doesn't leave any gaps. Mm. And that's the problem because when something happens and happens and there's a gap missing, oh wait a minute, I just missed the CPR part. I can't I don't know. You know what I mean? Was it, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what to do. Uh, no one can ever say. Can, see, after you complete a course, there's even an exam just to make sure that you've mm-hmm. you've, you've covered. Yeah. And the exam doesn't have chapter one. It's got from beginning to end to make sure that you've got a grasp of understanding of all the concepts, you know, concept yeah. and points. Uh, I, I look at the difference between, you know, when someone goes to a lesson, listen, lesson. Listen, uh, I know it's you know, not the best example, but if you want to take the concept of, you know, as kids growing up, we watched that Karate Kid movie, right? Yeah, and he started off as in, no, like I was thinking like, what example I can give, right? And you remember the wax on, wax off, right? Jacket on, jacket off. Right? <laughs> you know that yeah. and all those actions. He went down to the basics and he was guided by a teacher. And I'm just bringing like as a concept that everyone's familiar with. You want to put that into sort of seeking the knowledge type of, situation the movie was 50 years ago brother how is anyone familiar with it anymore No, trust mate, me it's <laughs> big bro. bro his beard is still black he's still young bro that's 45 years old nah mate he's in that's one of the, one the classics N- but now but like I said generally the lesson of it is that a person might be sitting and listening to a dars or listening to a course and might be thinking like man my man is not really I'm not feeling it going through the roof it's not supposed to mm you know what I mean? Mm. And again, you want to take it back. It's like, why am I doing wax on wax? Well, How is this going to help me fighting? It's that you're learning the principles. And the skills. You're learning the etiquettes. You're learning the skills to a point that in the future, you realize that, you know what? I'm actually implementing what I learned during, not the pump-up lecture, but mm. during the course. In like, my salah, yeah, in, in, in my uh, Yeah, I, whatever, in, my... in marriage, whatever course that you did. Mm. So a lot of people, subhanAllah, when they're actually teaching, I know myself, when I'm actually giving khutbah or giving a lesson, I'm basing that not off of a... And pop-up talks are good. We're not taking away from the you know the motivation mm. talks. But a lot of the information that's given was learned during these structured courses. Mm. These, you know, tafsir courses or, you know, explanation of hadith or fiqh classes or whatever it may be. A lot of the dawah that's given and a lot of the real-life situations that you're dealing with, you're not going to find... In a a pump up talk And Mm. I'll just give you A little bit of an example Someone comes up to you And he has a a problem Mm. Right That needs to be solved By fiqh Knowing it's halal It's haram How to address it If he comes to you With a problem And you turn around And you say Put your trust in Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Brother What are you doing That's not going to solve His problem If he's out there Giving him a pump up talk He's going to look at it He's like I've got an actual problem I need someone to Analyze the problem and I need someone To give me a solution To my problem do I, give to my the za- do
0: I give my zakah Here or not Be
2: a man Give your zakah <laughs> Where do I give and it I feel Don't care what anyone <laughs> says Just walk <laughs> off And look here like <laughs> I get what you're saying Alright Yeah get what, okay I get, what you're saying. I get what you're saying Still didn't get my answer mm. You know what I mean And I know for example Now the problems And trials and tribulations Between family and marriages And things like that And I've seen this mm. right? I've seen this I've experienced this before Where a married couple Had a problem and they came to the sheikh and he's saying his part and he's saying her part. And the sheikh just gave him this motivational talk. Like, you know, you, you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he puts his blessing on them, on your marriage. And, and and they are looking like, they felt like, you know, uh, uh, you know, on a high. You know, they hugged each other, they walked out next week, they're back at the sheikh's office. Same situation. Hmm. Why? Because he didn't
0: attract the root of
2: the issue. It wasn't. What's the problem? What's hmm. the halal? What's the haram? What's the rights? What's the responsibilities? And so forth. And like I said, yes, the, the pump up lectures, they are very important. And the Prophet used them on, on, on many occasions for certain circumstances. But at the same time, when the Prophet and this is something very important, and we mentioned this that not everyone can be a scholar. Mm. We have to accept that. Mm. Not everyone can be a scholar. We're not
0: expecting everyone
2: to be a scholar. You know, I remember yeah. sometime brother told me um, <laughs> that once he was learning with a sheikh, and he's not on the bright side. And the Sheikh goes, Listen, don't try, you're not gonna be a scholar. You'll be a dairy, but a scholar's mind and lifestyle is different. Uh-huh. You know, but everyone can be a student of knowledge. Everyone, absolutely. And that does not any the elite and the most intelligent. Yeah, they'll be scholars. But they're still students of knowledge. As but well. they're students of knowledge too. Yeah. But everyone can be that student of knowledge, uh, uh, seeking that knowledge. Yeah. And and the the any if you want to look at it, if you want to look at structured courses from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, mm. how many? I think someone once was telling me that he he sort of gave a rough estimate there's about 500 aspects of fiqh and sunnah from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep mm. but because we're so used to it we don't realize from from waking up from making wudu from you know waking up making the du- dua for example the way we you know the way we're sleeping we wake up you know the, the, the dua we make the the salah how the, you enter the how bathroom we approach, to go how we to put work. our clothes on how we brush <laughs> our hair he right. goes yani there's like 500 aspects of fiqh and mm-hmm. your salah, each aspect the takbiri in your day today life. When you think about that, you're like subhanallah, that that's a lot. And that yeah, that needs structure. Mm. And that needs understanding of mm. you know, these, these type of lessons that
1: um lafik, Dr. Omar. beautiful advice except for the um movie reference. <laughs> we don't advise our brothers to watch any Hollywood movies. them all in the rubbish and benefit from your time. Come to the lessons. Moving on, sheikh <laughs> Come to the she-
2: lessons
1: she- instead. 100%. But listen, we, we got to be practical. We know people are watching. What we say to them is make sure what you're watching is halal. And don't try to take shortcuts that it's permissible to look at something, you know, for a few seconds. Because the whole movie is generally good. Or I can listen to, you know, a few songs as long as the overall benefit is good. And then I, after a while... I think let's move on. <laughs> it's all pollution. No, but we have to we have to clarify that because uh, a lot of people are falling for this. Music is haram. they waste their time by the, by the in, uh, uh, saying that there's a benefit here, and they're mixing good with bad? And I would I would in, uh, add, yeah, I would
2: add one important thing to that. Mm. Exception with the Karate Kid was I love that movie, but. <laughs> no, 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 exceptions. <laughs> no! no, I'm saying uh, well, a lot of people don't realize one thing, and this was a discussion with one of the one of the mishaykh. This is on a serious note now. I ah. know uh, before I mentioned was just a bit of a joke, but this is yep. a serious note. A lot of movies and a lot of aspects of the movies contain so much aspects of kufr that we don't realize. Oh, a million percent. What I mean by that, someone, for example, he, he traveling back in the past to change the future.
0: Mm.
2: Someone, for example, spells. You know, uh, um, wizard. Uh, who was telling me that I was watching a movie that. The, the uh, it's like uh, life started on another planet, and then robots came here, and they started something here, and like it became like a, a galaxy type of thing, and how humans came into existence, and therefore, it, and it's complete against mm-hmm. what we what we're taught. Yeah, um, and so subhanAllah even w- cartoons at this point now, like they have they make mockery out of deities, prophets.
0: It's like a very yeah. common thing, right? Like that. Um, it, a lot of the jokes. It's like, uh, yeah, someone sent me a, one of the reels, and it was like, uh, yeah, and it's basically this character in in an elevator stuck with a prophet. And it's just like, just what are you doing? You know, I mean, he's just running amok with with everything that's holy, and everything is just running amok with it completely. Before but we move on to the
1: next <coughs> point, like even the Prophet he used to make the supplication, ask Allah to to give him beneficial knowledge, hmm. and he used to seek refuge from knowledge of there's not benefit yeah. You know, and this is what we're you know polluting ourselves with today with things it's in, in some cases let's just say it's it's more bad it's permissible it's not and that's you that's know?
0: like really pushing it yeah, really if pushing we're really it, pushing it, it we're saying that it's
1: well, well, what, how are you improving yourself how mm. are you upskilling yourself in, in in terms of qualifications and how are you gaining more knowledge because our topic today is knowledge yeah. seeking knowledge yeah. advice for that was knowledge. actually one of the points that I wanted to in, cover in lines oh. with, with, with getting better and, and being steadfast hey,
0: one of the things that I wanted to يعني, one of the advices that I wanted to cover was look at where you're spending your time. Genuinely. Look at where you're spending your time. You because go. It, that's all part of it, right? So tr- again, when we say that the most important thing of a Muslim's life is his time. That's the most com- greatest ca- commodity that he ha- he owns. Time. So where is he spending it? A person who's a da'i or a student of knowledge or anything of the sort has the same possibility to waste all of his time just as anyone else can, right? The same, like, he can waste his time on Netflix just as anyone else can. Just because he's someone who's giving a, a khutbah or someone who's, you know, um, giving a lesson in the masjid, it doesn't mean that he doesn't waste, like, six hours a day on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? It's very, very possible. And you could be watching anything under it. You could be doing it under the guise of news or you could, yeah, you know, understanding the sentiment of the community or whatever you want to try to run away with. But this understanding of where you're spending your time as a believer and especially as a student of knowledge is very, very important. And then that leads into self-accountability. And then that leads to being real between you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and stop trying to play games with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
2: You know, one thing you mentioned is, I don't know what to call it. It's like someone, for example, says, Oh, brother, I don't have a TV. Mm. I don't have a TV actually I actually don't, don't, don't have, have a, TV. a TV at all I actually don't have a TV and then we're like okay bring up your analytics on your phone get away from it uh, <laughs> four hours a day on YouTube, on TikTok and ten hours on there yeah. oh you haven't got a TV like go get a TV and get off TikTok he <laughs> yeah, looks like it's less of the two evils <laughs> I'm saying like, generally a lot of people are satisfied like you know what? I've achieved something by not doing something but you don't realise you're actually doing something else Yeah,
0: like if you have an iPad you pretty much have a
2: TV at this point yeah, do you know what I mean pretty much I mean, Let's be honest. <laughs> you know you can do everything from it so like, the concept of uh, brother um I haven't I haven't got you know any gaming or anything but you got a PC that you're on yeah. you know one, you half half 20, one,
1: one of the killers for a, a student of knowledge is distractions and disruptions, isn't it? like Especially
0: if, if we look at time right if we just look at time you if you don't sleep on time you're stuffing the rest of your day up right if you don't wake up on time you're stuffing the rest of your day up if you wake up and the first thing you do is touch your phone then you're going to have a pretty bad day. I reckon, genuinely speaking. If it's not waking up, going to make Allah, praying, starting it off with some dhikr, starting it off with some Qur'an, like that morning session is very, very important. And that's where the barakah is in the time. But if you look at what you're going to do, then half an hour goes down the drain when you're on your phone, replying to all the messages and every every DM that you get and every type of thing under the sun, looking at all the notifications, all the emails that you've got overnight. If you're going to start your day like that, I generally think that's, like, that's tough. That's now half of your morning wasted, right? And then you go to Fajr, and then after, even if you stay in the masjid till shuruq, then what happens usually is you have your phone, and you get a notification, and in the masjid, while you're supposed to be doing ibadah, you're going to waste time again. And then once that notification starts and then half an hour later, you've gone down a little, another rabbit's hole, then you have to go to work. Then when you get to work, then you basically can't do anything there. Then khalas, you go back home. Then the first thing you do is you take off your shoes, you take off your socks, and then you go and you sit down and you got a l- lazy boy. And you go and you recline back. I just need a 10-minute need, breather. I need a 20-minute breather. Mm-hmm. breather. Your 20 minutes now becomes two hours. You have dinner and you overeat. And then now all of these things have contributed to you st- Just absolutely stuffing up your day Where is the study? Where is your time with the Quran? I haven't got a TV I haven't haven't (laughs) got a TV And if you're not using your time Mm. A portion with the Quran A portion in your revision A portion in your addition to what you have A portion to your heart softening So for instance, reading the biographies of the Salaf I think that's like the greatest tip that someone ever gave me Right, 100%. reading the works, uh, reading the biographies of the pious predecessors, specifically from one book, Sir Alam al Nubala, all right, uh, by Imam al Dhabi. Reading just one biography per night, one biography per night, and then after that, you prepare the lessons that you're going to do, can whatever we, it is. Can we give our English listeners an
1: alternative? So <sighs> Look, put se- it in English, okay, obviously. okay,
0: coming to Darussalam. In very very soon, we had it actually before. Not at
1: night. No, no, no! Don't
0: come at Don't come! In five days, you can. I'm at night. Coming to the brothers in I think Philadelphia or in um, I can't remember. Who says
2: Philadelphia? In Philly, Philly. 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 Uh, sorry, Philly. Philly. Uh, You
1: like Philly Philly cheesesteaks?
0: I haven't tried. I haven't got a good one yet. I haven't had it, anyways. Right, getting out of track. Yeah, let's see, we'll get back to it. Now um, let's just finish that point there. Um, the, the, <laughs> there was a book that they published. Hold that thought. <laughs> <that tall> after, <laughs> as soon as we get off, um, there was a book that was published about three years ago or two, Allahu alam. Off the top of my head, it was called the illustrious noble woman of the first generation or something of the sort like that. Yes, that's right. And that came from two books, Alam al nubala and Kitab al-Isaaba. Last year. They published the English version of the Sahaba A lot of the Sahaba It's like an encyclopedia of it The noble life of like the men of the thing It's a massive book It's huge, gigantic And um, we're going to get that very, very soon In Dar es Salaam So give it like a month or so, I think um, But I think that would be like a exclusive. You, did, I don't know. Did,
1: you, did you mention to our new listeners That you actually work at Dar es Salaam bookstore And it's in, basically a family that, you know, business that, 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 yeah. goes back to your dad our Sheikh, Sheikh Rafiah, shout out to him. So I just wanted to You know at my house Al-Bayani is always up. Well you know, you know yeah. at my my always. Shout out music. to the
2: Sheikh by your dad, bro, what the, they call him, the OGs the, the original yeah, the, the Mashayikh from the original time, subhanallah. You know in saying that but subhanallah something that that I always admired from your dad. And if he's listening, shout out your Sheikh.
0: I don't think he has a son I don't salam. think he has a he's or a Salam. Shout out.
2: But he's. Yeah, but he. I shout back at <laughs> you. <laughs> salams. I don't think he does salams either, bro. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. There now we go. There we go. Yeah, his his structure of lessons, I, I see it sort of you know in your structure too, but subhanAllah, I remember because. Back in those days, like you had obviously a lot of the pump-up talks, and then uh, your father, Subhanallah used to teach, and we always had a book. Mm. And we had to go buy that book, and we always had. And I've still got, I still got them, two of them, huh? Especially the Arabic one. The Arabic, uh, the green and Arabic, the, to the Quran, uh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, uh, Iqra uh, publications from the USA. So, yeah. and Spondla, uh, yeah, and he would go through it step by step. step but by the by thing step, is, step by step, Spondla.
0: Look, Adai is always in this dilemma, right? Continuously in this like dilemma. What's the dilemma? It's very difficult to run a course and then you're stuck with Yani sometimes no one rocks up. Because it's not easy, right? Just, yeah. And I've seen that with my dad, right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, protect him, preserve him, yeah, ex- yeah. يعني, give him a long life in Shahwala Afi, inshaAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, grant him yani in his time and his wealth. Um I've seen that through my life, That that was probably one of the detriments. The scholars of the past had good students around them. I'm not saying you guys weren't good students. Right?
2: Thanks, bro. Oh, I was there today. But I'm uh, saying, I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: saying that <laughs> yeah, time to. <laughs> <a> lot, <laughs> my dad and a lot of the mashayikh before him, right? They had students, the first lesson, 50 people, 30 people, 40 people. How many times? He's got this passion for trying to teach Arabic, <laughs> trying to teach people Arabic. And, yeah, and you just see, because it's an old school method, and it's a tough method. Not easy. not easy. It's not easy. Well. I remember it was
2: really hard, yeah.
0: It's it's not a it's not an easy thing, but a lot of the times it starts off from twenty to fifteen to three to two to one and then that one says Sheikh. You no. Know, it's I'll oh, just yeah. come to your <laughs> I just want to rock up with you, Sheikh and You know what I mean? Like so I a lot of I saw a lot of that when I was growing up. Yeah, but so you know what, There was benefit.
2: Like I'm saying, yeah. But there, there in those ones that did attend, uh, I feel like there were fruits. Or it may, it might have started something. You know what I mean? Inshallah, Inshallah. Yeah, I mean? everyone,
0: I think, has a different part in the dawah. I think that's very, very important. And but I think it's such a shame that yeah, if we look at even a small example like the madhab. Right or like for instance, just take um, one of the mad- madhabs, just take the Hanabila. Um, at the time of Imam Ahmad, rahimahullah, there were other scholars, right, who had people following their way, right. But what happened with Imam Ahmad and the rest of the madhab? Why it became such a flourishing thing of their ilm being spread students. was that they had students. Imam Muhanifa just had two brilliant students. Two brilliant students. And they basically took that madhab and they allowed it to spread. Well, that's the whole definition uh, of Valu uh, yeah, I mean, In a way, yani I mean, they spread it. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. but off. like it wasn't them initially, right? It was their students. And that was something like, for instance, there um off the top of my head, I think it might have been uh for instance Imam Tirmidhi who was walking in one of the janazahs with Imam al-Bukhari rahimahullah. Right? So there was a janazah happening, Imam bukhari was walking, and Imam al-Tirmidhi was walking by his side. If I'm getting the names right, I, I'm pretty sure this was, this was it. And Imam al-Tirmidhi rahimahullah was asking questions about narrators of hadith to Imam al-Bukhari during the janazah. And then look at how it flourished. right? Imam al-Tirmidhi, everyone knows him now, and Imam al-Bukhari had... All these, يعني, Imam Bukhari had these great students, like Imam Muslim as well. But they had these great students, these great students around them. And I feel like sometimes in the West, that's what we're missing, great students. It's uh, it's unfortunate, right? But um, inshallah, we hope that one day we can produce some students
2: and they can go and benefit inshallah elsewhere. You, you know, do you find that it's verif- in not verification. No, you can say verification. When someone legitimately yani, I'm saying mm. legitimately says, this person is the student of mm. so-and-so. That's, that's one of the most, like in today,
0: in Australia and Sydney, it's probably the most misused word, um, misused phrase that I am the student of the Sheikh. And then you ask that Sheikh, he says, oh, Bru- maybe I've seen I've him a seen few it. times in my lesson. <laughs> like I, one brother came to me and he says, he called me up and he's like, Sheikh, do you know so-and-so? I was like, "Who that? Who's that? You know what I mean? Like, I have no clue who that bloke is. He's like, oh Shaykh sure. comes to he says that he's he's one of your students. I'm like, right, send me a picture of him. Maybe I know him off his face. I don't know his name, Mumkin. I'm like, bro, I've never seen this book in my life. Mm. I've never seen this book in my life. I have no clue who he is. Well, and he was trying to get married to someone else and he just dropped the name. Right? Uh I'm I'm this, I'm a student of this. And then other people is like they're dropping fatwa. They're dropping like rulings, legal rulings left, right, and center. He's like, Who gave you the sheikh gave me that authority? I'm his student. You go back to the sheikh, it's like, No, I didn't. I was like, Who's back?
2: Like? I, re- I remember there was a situation once where someone said, Oh, I have a ijazah from so and so sheikh. And then they, uh, when they went to eventually to speak to that sheikh about his Quran ijazah, he said, He has ijazah in, in tajweed. He says, And my 10 and 12 and 13 year old students have the same ijazah. But he makes it out like it's a jaza of Tafifiz yeah. Al-Quran. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, there is that. There were people say, yeah, I studied under... I know, generally, when someone says, oh, I've studied and learned underneath that sheikh, we're talking like a considerable amount of time. Mm. And the sheikh has... He knows them. He knows him, them. Or has, has vouched for them mm. and say... And vouched uh, for their knowledge.
0: Yeah. And vouch for their knowledge. And that this person has taken my knowledge. So one, one of my sheikhs that we had, he passed away now. Um... Okay. And he was basically just, he taught us, I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, it was Abi Dawood in the University of Medina. And when he gave us our ijazah for the hadith that we took, he was like, I need everyone's ijazahs and I need you to put them over here. And then he numbered each one and he had a separate daftar, a separate book where he was writing the name next to the number. It was like this foolproof method that you couldn't stuff it up. So, if someone said, Sheikh, does this person have an ijazah? He goes back to the number. And he goes, Yeah, this person, I gave him an ijazah, and this is the date that I gave him the ijazah. But some people take it very seriously. That, yeah, you can't just run amok and say, oh, I got an ijazah from this Sheikh and that Sheikh. You're going to be Sheikh al Islam.
1: Sheikh so Farhan, uh, we got our first question. Can we take it, or you want to finish that? I um, sir. All right, um, the brother asks, What are some easy ways to seek knowledge? Um.
0: Look. Easy ways to seek knowledge. First and foremost, I genuinely think it needs to be a systematic approach and starting with the lessons. So it needs to be a balance between self-study and study under the Mashayikh and online study. There has to be like a pyramid scheme right? that you do. The base of your pyramid that you got over here, it needs to be one-on-one study with the Sheikh in the Masjid. That's your your building blocks. That's the base. So find a sheikh that you can listen to, that you enjoy, that you find beneficial and is giving knowledge. Not G-ups, not pump-ups, not that he's screaming at you. No one has a single book around him. No one's writing notes. No one's writing this reference down. No one's saying, you know, what's going on. So that's the first thing. You go to a lesson and it's like based off a book. It's based off some sort of syllabus, some sort of content. And you sit down and you make a proper like a proper base with this knowledge, so you go to one or two of those per week. Then after that, that sheikh will usually tell you to read this book or that book. And if you have any
1: questions, go back to the sheikh with that the question. Like a mentor here. Exactly, figure, right? So
0: you do your self study, but then you fact check with the sheikh. Sheikh, did I understand this right? Sheikh, is this? I don't understand this sentence. What's going on over here? Is this okay? Is that okay? Yani, you go through yourself. But your marja, you're you're going back to always the sheikh. That's the second thing. The third thing, and this is the top of the pyramid, but it doesn't mean that's the best. It means this is the smallest amount, right? In, In the grand scheme of things, in how much you give weight, is the online study. Now, the online study is very beneficial. However, if it's imbalanced, then it can create a very, very big default in a student of knowledge. From the greatest one of them is adab. That usually you see that these self-studied people online have absolutely no respect, no adab for knowledge of the people of knowledge. For knowledge itself, they have no understanding or the depth of knowledge of how to have differences of opinion, for instance, or how to how to how how to actually hold a conversation with someone of knowledge and how to hold a position in knowledge. You have none of that. Right? So yani, I I've seen the biggest detriment to a lot of these online studied um, and online um, yani people who have been studying with mashayikh Who have now passed away Which is a relic it And it's a very great thing But a lot of these people have not understood The tarbiyah aspect of it And the adab aspect of it And they can't see what's happening behind the screen And they don't understand how things were going on And it's just lost And then because they do that They have this knowledge And they might have a ma'luma A single and uh, um, one piece of information That the sheikh that's teaching in the masjid Doesn't have for instance right? Then they grow ahead. Right, then it's like I am top I know everything this bloke doesn't even know this I just learnt this right because I'm studying from his, his sheikh but the problem is that what you're failing to understand in the, this grand scheme of things how much does this sheikh know that you don't the one that's in front of you you might have one piece of information that, that he doesn't have but the fact of the matter is is that you're studying with someone who's no longer alive you can't ask him any questions you haven't gained everything from him he can't vouch for you you can't vouch for him and the issue at hand is is that the people who took from these mashayikh, they're the ones that are still here. They're the remnants of that knowledge. So we have to. I genuinely think it's a very it's a very sad thing when I see people who have like studied online just online, and they have a lot of arrogance and kibbutz. This, this
1: and may come out on the extreme side. Mm. I honestly believe that mm. studying online mm. is only break in case of emergency. <laughs> Look. meaning, meaning, if it's nothing's available. Mm. Or or you know Let me reword it Maybe supplementary It's supplementary this That's what serious. it is I'm saying purely yeah. We all listen to yeah. Lessons from our Mashaikh and Ulamat I'm What I'm saying Is if there's Lessons available And there are mm-hmm. You should be there If you're serious
0: Okay so Like how do you use Online lessons right?
2: I, I had yes. Experience of online Yeah we Back then was The London Open And American Open And the way I Structured it Was I would say. Once or twice a week with Sheikh Khalid, mm. and we would go through. I would have like I would highlight everything that I needed to mm. verify, mm. and I'd go through it with the. Even though I've listened to the tapes, I listened mm. to the lectures, mm. I made the notes, I did everything. But then I would sit there with Sheikh Khalid, mm. it, and that's when that's when you realize like you can't you can't compare mm. listening to something and sitting and the Sheikh. Going through, and the sheikh, See, this is what happens when the sheikh explains something to you, mm. right? He looks at your face and he knows when, you're not, when you, you know He goes, You know what? This guy didn't get it. <laughs> Let me go again. Let me go again. Let me, let's go down. Let's take it down a notch. Yeah. And that's what the sheikh used to do is say, Like, for example, do you understand, Ammar? And look at it. Okay. Let's go back again. Mm. One, two, three, four, five, six. Do you mm. understand? Okay. Your brain's fried. We'll come back to it next week. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is the sheikh can know how what's much you on? can take, what's going on, and you'll be surprised. At the same time, at the same time, there are things that you will study and think they're correct, but you've actually misunderstood them. Not just that a whole generation has misunderstood the Hadith, but when you go back to the ulama and the scholars, that it means the the, the completely uh, completely different. Mm. And if you go back to we're talking about books of the Salaf, mm-hmm. yeah, and, it, it, and the sh- the sheikh sheds light on it. That's when I realized, like, the obviously, the importance of it, and Malaru and especially Sheikh Khalid, it was on a weekly thing that Inshallah. Sheikh would sit. You're referring to Sheikh Khalid, Sheikh, yeah. Sheikh Imam of
1: the Masjid of Al Azhar and Ayy Stabija in New South Wales, just so yeah, some of the listeners might not disclaimer.
2: know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that was something I always admire that the Sheikh um, was a, was able to do. And he would sometimes yani, point out, like, okay, this is what you're, it's taught in the syllabus. This is what's generally as you know taught but the reality of it is there is a difference of opinion, for example. Mm. But sometimes they might not you know, not to confuse everyone, they're giving you just the basics, you like know what I mean? The and d- then
1: they said the tarbiyah is on a different the different level. Th- there's a comment here I'd just like to throw in it's it's in um it's in, in in line with what we're discussing now before I forget. We also see the character of our beloved Prophet <laughs> Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, <laughs> and this is passed on with intimate and extensive time with our mashayikh. 100%. Nice, nice feedback. Jazakallah um, brother.
0: Something something that's important, uh, يعني, I hope you don't mind. No, no, no. Um, Iani, one thing is, is when you're studying with a sheikh, and it's a general lesson, like say you, it's not a one-on-one, it's a general lesson, but it's a lesson that's going through a syllabus. There is a sort of adab that you learn when you're unable to follow the sheikh, And you're getting overwhelmed, but you can't stop the lesson and rewind. Or the sheikh is going slow and you have to be patient with your ego. And you have to sit through a sheikh that's really slow going through something that you learned maybe five, ten years ago. And there's this adab that it takes to continue and be persistent and be continuous with that knowledge. There's this adab that's there when you learn from the mashayikh. And like, like for instance... um, one of the Mashai who was teaching Sahih Bukhari in the Haram, he reads like right? Like it's just everything is lagged. It's like 0. 0.5 minus, right? It's just like <laughs> it's like the slowest thing that you could possibly do. So slow mode. But he's gonna go through Bukhari and he's Sheikh Omar Fallata, he's gonna go through and he's gonna end it and he's gonna finish it. And he's right behind the Australian student. So if ever we're in the Australian section, you'd just be listening to that lesson in the back of your mind. And it's there, right? But the people around them were always constant
2: just and look, they were solid the mashallah. brothers know that just in case they go they're looking for an australian section there's not it's an unofficial australian section It's an unofficial right? australian, yeah. australian yeah.
0: section, I australian section yeah. but like يعني, there was there's was other mashayikh that were too quick right there were other mashayikh that you sit there and it's just like what's going on right like for instance one of my mashayikh um, when we were sitting in the lesson he was going so quick sheikh uh, suhaibani Abdul Qayyum Al-Suhaybani in Medina University he taught us one of the semesters of Hadith his يعني, lesson was too much for us and we tried writing every word down behind him and he was just like and he was like okay man <laughs> come how come see you next week. <laughs> but for us no, he was like the door is locked before just as he walks in if you come late you get out yeah. you're, not, you're not coming in so we had to be like, Sheikh, look, we want to benefit. Can we please record your lesson so that we can listen to it at home and write down the lesson, please? Because the we. Uh, said no. He said yes. Okay. Right? He said yes. Um, he was okay with that initially um, until someone stuffed it up. But that's a, another kind of worms. you can stuff it up you. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, so that's one issue. So, how I would say someone can use the online method is like this We took a book called Qawaid al Muthla from Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen, Rahimahullah which is uh, the essential principles of the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, the names and characteristics of Allah. The principles that you need to understand the names and attributes of Allah. So we took that in our, I think, third semester of Aqeedah with one of the sheikhs of Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen Sheikh Abdullah Shamsan. hafizahullah <laughs> Tabarak wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect and preserve him, ya Rabb. And this guy was just, I still consider him like an ayah in ayatullah from like one of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This bloke was unbelievable, unbelievable. He was amazing, right? With his understanding of aqeedah and how he was. So he gave us the principles of this book and he like instilled it in us, right? That, that book is like, like the back of my hand, right? So one time I was looking at the book and I was like, okay, I want to write notes on this book. So I already had that base of notes and base of knowledge. What I did was to supplement that knowledge. I listened to another explanation by Sheikh Saleh al-Sindi, which is another uh, professor in the Islamic University of Medina. I listened to his lessons online. And I supplemented his notes and I added to my notes and I wanted to make something that was extra to what I had. So what I did was I I had a base already. So one-on-one with the Sheikh. There was only six people in our class. One-on-one with the Sheikh. And then after that, this was the addition to supplement compliments. it complements it right so then once you have this maybe you go through a third explanation of that same book of that same book not that you just jump from class to class to class and this other issue that you have with the brothers who are studying online is like yeah I studied uh, I've studied Usulah um, Tharatha Al-Shubuhat, Kitab Al-Tawheed we've done nawaqid Al-Islam and we're now doing Fathul Bari and we're, doing, we're studying Sahih Muslim you ask him one of the questions in one of the books he has no clue because how he's studying it He thinks if he just listens to it one time He's studied with the sheikh And he's done the book Right And this is like the difference between a class And just like audio sessions Like an audio book at this point Right You're not really retaining anything from it There's like What's the benefit If you're going to forget
2: everything no, it's, not, it's, not, it's a universal non-accepted rule mm. You go to anyone And you say oh, Listen um, send, your, send your kids to school Even homeschooling is face-to-face The parents have to teach mm. Send your kids to school or do it online they say obviously send them to school why do you want to send them to school or why do you want to do homeschooling uh, because it's visual they hear they see they listen they deal with other students mm. there's interaction there's discussion mm. there's mm. debating there's argument there's arguments uh-huh. there's dealing with normal you know things of, of of learning knowledge even even people have this perception that Uh, online university courses the whole course is not online Mm. there are there is practical components of it and most of them are just not really the important courses like we're talking about the big courses like you know medicine law uh, engineering a lot of them you have to be at the university Mm. and islam is better than all those topics more important than all those topics we're not saying that yes as the shakhtar mentioned very important for some people you know, Be, that the very busy. that's the only option. Seek knowledge, but seek it for what we say is when you seek it for yourself, that's fine. But don't take that and run with it. And uh, sorry, and it, the way that people would go about when they're asked about their credentials, they would never say, I studied online. They wouldn't say, I studied online. They would and say, I've got a Bachelor's of Islamic Studies. I'm then gonna- you start pushing a bit more. But where did you study?
0: I, I'm actually going to throw shade. I hope no one takes offense to this. But like... Can I say it first? Yeah. I don't,
1: don't I, accept the online study. That
2: me, look,
0: say? one thing is, is that a lot of the mashayikh,
1: I had this discussion they with one of the... certificates, Dr. Omar. They're gone. I had... Me. Or your certificates. No one has one one. No, no, <laughs> i All of... I <laughs> had this i Dr. Amar this did go to medical school, so we're not going to... I had I had <laughs> this... I had did this... I con- <laughs> You're
0: not really a doctor. No. Nah.
1: Um, I had this... He can, he can. Listen, That's that's... I gotta stick up for him. He can administer medicine, meaning he can prescribe medicine. So Bro, when you're it, on a when you're, then, you're on a when you're on doctor.
0: a plane and you say, Is there a doctor on there? You don't say is there a podiatrist there? No, and no, no hold, up, hold, on, hold, <laughs> up. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, no, no, I'll
2: make it nice and simple. If they said that on a plane, my my answer will be very simple. Did he hurt his feet and legs? <laughs> I'm available. If not Yeah, okay, we could do CPR, the general, but other than that. As well, someone said to me, he said, uh, "Can you check someone's heartbeat through his feet? Okay, yeah, you can't technically, but it doesn't look like it's good. The guys they're holding his chest, take his shoes off. Let me check his pulse. Doesn't work like that. But yeah, look, I,
0: I had this discussion with one of the mashayikh. I'm not going to name who is who. I even had this conversation with a, a few mashayikh overseas, and I was a very, it was a very like a unpopular thing to do. I know it's coming from a privileged point of going to Islamic University in Medina and stuff like that. And this bloke's trying to run a mock on everyone else. And so the sheikh said, these brothers are good brothers. They've dedicated their lives to the da'wah and this is good. It's a good thing, right? It's, it shouldn't be like uh, throwing shade for the sake of throwing shade. But you have to accept that there is a limitation. There is a certain ceiling that you can't really cross. And going and traveling for the sake of knowledge, for the pursuit of knowledge is the path of the ulama and the salaf. And there's a whole different destruction um but in like whether this online study what's the ceiling what's the what's the issue and the problem is that with current modern Islamic studies is that we've changed it into a university th- uh theme where it's a bachelor's a d- d- diploma bachelor's masters and phd where like i've seen yani and this is mentioned by a lot of the Mashayah that some of the يعne, phd students if you ask them a question on yani tahara in some countries in the arab countries they won't tell you like the Sharul the conditions of wudu or the
2: salah. You know, you know right. you know the problem, but this the, I see there's a the other problem of it is that when you like when you ask someone, says, yeah, yeah, I've done it online, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I've done my studies online, I've done it for this university, Alhamdulillah, that's fine. At least we know what you're capable of. What but the thing is, where'd you study? <laughs> where'd you study? They <laughs> they say where you study uh, they mumble, they don't they don't they're not honest. They're not honest about it. Like like I said, I always mention, yeah, it was London Open University, American Open University. That I've done my, uh, my online studies. Can I say something? But I wouldn't say that and say, i done it from... Medina University. Oh, uh, which, Ura- which one? That's what I'm saying. Medina Ura- Which one? That's what I'm saying. Medina Which one? The one it. in Malaysia. The one in Malaysia. No, all right, that's fantastic. Him. If you've achieved, you know what? That's great. And I have, like, this. I will s- give you all the credit in the world. Yeah, that's fantastic. One well, it's achievement. well it's achievement. don't compare it to Sheikh Farhan that no, and gave relax, up his whole relax, life relax. and sacred. No, honestly. And the like. And the like one of the stronger ones right. than Medina one online. Isn't and, it? and 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 sacrifice. Nah, I've seen
0: I've seen some of the students
2: are running. A w- what what I'm saying is you can th- when you put it in comparison, it has its it has its credits. Yes, does not mean you're not a deen. Does not mean you do not have knowledge. Yeah, doesn't yeah. mean, it, you know, subhanallah, as every person, you w- might be more knowledgeable than yeah, me. Yeah, but don't don't hide it. That's that's yeah. what yeah. I've got a problem with. Okay, the problem, I mean, we've, got, it. we've got a few questions. One to sec, get to. One sec, just just one Go sec. For,
0: the problem with this, like for instance. Like, I've had a conversation with someone. Yes. Um, and they were like, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? What are you, what are you studying now? What are you doing? I'm studying in Medina. I'm like, bro, bro, bro you are not in Medina right now. How are <laughs> you studying in Medina? He's like, one person is like, oh, I'm doing... One brother said, I'm doing the online Medina Islamic University course. I'm like, Alhamdulillah, they got good teachers there. That's a really good That's one. That's fully online now? That's fully on. There is, is a there is a Islamic University Medina online. However, the subjects are less. The hours are less. I've seen the curriculum. It just does not make sense. And I've heard a few criticisms and, and things of certain issues. But let's not get into that. That's one thing. But then when someone says to me, and this, I've had this conversation as well. Where did you study, brother? Uh, I studied in Medina. When did you study in Medina? Three years ago I was like bro I was in Medina three years ago Where were you lad? He's like Oh no 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 I I did the online university Malaysia Okay I'm like Oh mashaAllah That's good but there's this like deception, I feel, kind of, يعani, don't I hope and no one takes this as in a yeah, wrong way. Yeah, but that's, that's like issue. um That I went to Medina. It's like there's a connotation that goes with that, that you went and studied. And then I feel sorry for the brothers because I know a brother. I don't know if he wants me to take his يعani, name. But there's a sheikh that I know in Plumpton side who actually went to Malaysia and studied there. And I have like, this bloke is a sheikh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mashallah. He took his wife and he's there, he went there and he studied there for a whole bunch of years in Malaysia. In the Islamic University, that's there. So this whole, yeah, this credentials and stuff like that. There's a whole. It's yeah. a can of worms, bro. It's a can of worms.
1: This this issue now especially yeah. you just brought it up. Yeah, I'm not going to answer what you think, Ram. But I'm s- saying about the Medina students and yeah. many other universities. Yeah, they actually they get like pumped up when you when you say you studied in Medina and you didn't. It's like they got that sense of um. Look, it's, protection like, it's, like, over it's, like, it's like It's like me saying you know what um, Okay, so. Can you explain if, to the listeners why is no, that can so? I, can, I, can I say that, something, but that's right? Not, that's not a... That's
2: not, that, I'm, that, I'm saying
1: in a good way. No, no. Not a negative no, no, way. It, what, like, why, why do certain universities tune? It's like someone was an Azhari back in the day. Yep. Yeah. And let's not go there. <laughs> someone was an Azhari. And then yep. someone comes and says, and he puts the hat on. Yeah. And but he, like, he's a fake Azhari. Yeah. They get worked up. like yeah. Because what are you what are you actually doing if you're not living up to... It's like, you know those, those memes down, about you know like I mean?
0: Alibaba Express like ordered and what he expected and what he received? Like, it just feels like it's like a knockoff of it. Like, so this is my, this is one of the,
1: I want you to think of something, yeah? So, say you went. <sighs> Remember, there was that guy <laughs> a few years ago, he said he studied in Medina. <laughs> I forget his name, I'm not going to drop names. There was a guy, who was claiming Medina. He was, he, he was yeah, misguided, yeah, yeah. At the yeah. And he was saying all of stuff. And, and, and then we fact checked, and his book was for, nowhere to be
2: seen. No, no, the, the problem is, it's not that any, if you go, look at the big universe, Harvard, Oxford, all those Exactly. You, all right. So, I met a guy once, like, a weird I'm studying at Oxford. Where uh, oh, yeah, it's telling me, you know, it's, I go, what are you studying? He's saying, I go, and so university, I go, what about this and that, whatever. I guess, no, at the end, it wasn't Oxford University, it was some um, Oxford College, like a sort That's of example, right? Now, if people from the actual university had heard that, they'd be, it's, yeah, yeah, it's a crime to, to pre, like it's fraud, lad. Like it's 10 fraud. years ago, if
1: someone told you I studied at Bankstown Uni, you would know this like yeah. Car making it up. So like okay. Yeah, now so you can't now yeah, because there's a union. Okay, eh? so yeah. okay, so say say okay, this is what I'm saying. It's not called Bankstown Union, so but if someone
0: says I went to Bankstown campus, okay, and um, you ask him so the the understanding is that he go into UWS, right? The Bankstown. I don't know what it is. Western Sydney Union. Western Sydney Union, right? But he actually went to Bankstown TAFE. Let's just be honest. No, no no. Is that the same? We went there. I'm being uh, not, I'm just saying ac- academic sanitation. dishonesty academic no. dishonesty and fraud when it comes to these types of things. If someone tries to yeah, if he goes with a fake degree and tries to go and apply that degree in the real world, he is held in in, in contempt of
2: being a fraud. You can't administer medicine with an online w- degree We are just saying that just a person be honest. Like just if you're uh, I'm sorry but Saying that you've done it online doesn't take away from your credibility no. as a dairy or no. as a sheikh. You've put in hard. the day as
1: well, uh, a point I want to mention as well before we move on to some of the questions is that the whole aim of knowledge uh, is lifting ignorance off yourself, yeah. removing removing the ignorance of yourself and those around you, and action. Hmm. You know the fruits of knowledge. Is action The fruits of knowledge Is taqwa of Allah Mm. And the true ulama Fear Allah the most If that's not resulting In your seeking of knowledge What's the point? Then whether you went to The best university Whether
2: you studied online
1: Locally in (laughs) the masajid If you want to put it that way what are you benefiting?
2: Sh- mm. Sheikh al-Albani To what I know Never mm-hmm. went to a university yeah. Yeah. And he, was, he was taught Under mashayikh And himself And he was considered To be a professor Of hadith of, of And hadith. he went and taught In a university yeah. Subhanallah <laughs> So it's not saying That that's your only path And avenue ah. To be a de'i or and, a sheikh We have to make that clear but, just be but, but from history What history shows Is that there's always The sheikh And the student yeah. Always There's a relationship Between sheikh and student And the other thing Most important is If you had to resort to that it's if you're hiding it,
0: then you know that there's some sort of shortcoming and that there's some sort of like, yeah, uh, I what's that when something someone or embarrassed or... He he know it's like he, he understands that there's something that he wants to hide there. He's not really proud of it, he's really hiding it on the download. Like,
1: like as well. He got like Tuskia from the big yeah, one, yeah, who basically gave him the big tick. Yeah, that's like yeah, what I'm saying. That's, like, it's not the only that's pathway. Huge. that's huge, it's bigger than all these universities put together. But like my, my well,
0: university, I just want to say something, right? My university degree, I personally, like, I have, I genuinely think it's just a piece of paper that could be in the garbage for like a Right. I don't hold it in some sort come of on, like come. I'm j ju- I'm being honest. I don't I don't want this to be because I know people who have graduated You gotta from respect from the university. I'm saying I'm not I'm not disrespecting the university. That is so that the no? that. was the greatest <laughs> blessing. <laughs> Just give it was <laughs> changed the name <laughs> of the liquid off. paper. <laughs> I genuinely think that it's one of those things that um it's it was a blessing. And I have to understand that, but it had had its had its limits. It had its limits, and if I didn't do my study outside, outside, 100%. if I didn't do my study outside, it's very important. And I didn't study with the mashayikh, or I didn't do just even if it was my self study, which I fact checked with the mashayikh that were there. Then a lot of the time, I saw brothers that were wasting their time. I saw brothers that weren't up onto the standard, yes. and so there were different. Like I asked one of, one of the brothers was talking about one of the brothers and he was like, look, there's two types of students. There's a yeah, good there's student. That's what he means. There's two types of right, students. There's two types of students. One's a
2: ma'bool, they just got through. Yeah. So yeah. And one's, one's got like That need the certificate to teach at a primary school in some yeah. Arab country and ones that actually want to be teachers and mashaikh. Yeah. Uh, there's two different yeah. So look, I my
0: university degree is a blessing. I, I don't, don't want to take anything away from that. But... In saying that, I don't think it's going to get me to Jannah, or it's my ticket to knowledge. And just because I have that now, my s- pursuit of knowledge is now com- uh, completed. For the books, it's all done. With it's us like us it. oh, I got, I have, I and mean, my library, uh, I, what what do I do? Set it to flame now. Set it to flame because I got a, I got a degree now.
1: It's like, bro, come on, relax. Uh, knowledge is also from, from you know, from. You know, as I but say, like,
0: uh, it's a, a university degree. It shows, I any mean, one, I went to Medina for that many years. I sat with the Mashayikh for that many years. We did a certain amount of study and I have taken certain يعني, subjects that I passed in a level that was satisfactory to the university and I got a, I got a distinction when I left. Right, So Alhamdulillah, Ni'ma baraka. I have Tazkiyas from some of our Mashayikh that we studied with, some ijazas from our Mashayikh that we studied with. And Alhamdulillah, I think, يعني, I scraped through, Walillah, and that's a benefit for me. But like, I feel like it's a bit like rubbing salt on a wound when someone says, uh, you guys didn't really study. You know what I mean? It's ev- like, in you, in a- what did you do?
2: In every profession, but in every single profession, there's something called continuing professional education or whatever where... Mm. Upskilling. We, yeah, you, with any degree of responsibility, even you know, mm. to the point of engineers or... They're always... And in the medical field, especially there's you know, continuing uh, professional education, Mm. what they call a CPD point, where you have to keep a level of updating your knowledge Mm. on a consistent basis. Why? Because, again, it does not mean that... And and there's something very important a lot of people don't understand. Mm. A degree in Australia or anywhere around the world is just a degree. Mm. It doesn't mean anything without a registration. Really? Mm. So a lawyer... He's not, he studied law, but he's not he a lawyer and, yeah, until he gets into it as thing. Or a doctor until he's actually registered. Mm, that's when a, he's, you know, whatever. Or anything, an e- engineer until he's registered. Mm. That's when he can start signing off saying, yeah, it's okay.
0: Even if you're a Sparky, you know what I mean? Even yeah, a license
2: or a registration. License. So for someone to say that, oh yeah, I'm, for example, yeah, I'm a lawyer or I'm an engineer. Yeah, yeah but now they class it as you're non-registered or non-licensed, yeah. right? So they make it clear. Yeah. So, what does the licensing do in the registration do to say okay you've studied you've learned you're upskilled and you've ticked all the criteria to do your job properly
0: i think you know what it, what it, like a nice example is imagine someone goes to university and gets a, a phd in bachelors of arts right in, in the arts right he goes and he's like in a, in history he gets a phd in history but he goes around in a costume with the proper gear of an of a doctor and walks around saying i am doctor so-and-so Right, it's just like it's a phony type, like, and that's a lot of the time. Like, yeah, it does rub salt a little bit to show, like, in my first day of Medina, right, the first day that I went to Medina, I cried myself to sleep while I was holding my bags, right, on myself. Because you missed us. I didn't, <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was putting out the, the story of my days in Medina. I think that's what made him happy yeah. when he's singing about us. <laughs> oh, that's, what got us me, that's what got me through. But I, 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 I remember. In one of my classes in, in Quran, the Shaykh was correcting my fatiha. Now, like my like when I was here, mm. when I was leading prayers, it's like, okay, he's got a okay recitation. He's doing okay. Like they'd be if I was in a saf, they'd be like, alright, you lead, right? And I go here and I'm in Masjid Nabawi. I'm like 30 meters from the Prophet, sallallahu sallam, 40 meters from the Prophet, sallam, mm. and this bloke is just r- dripping into me, it's ripping into me. And I just I remember sitting down and I cried and I was like I can't even read Surah al-Fatiha properly. I'm a dud. You know what I mean? And, yeah, I just remember it, it broke the nafs at that stage. Like, we still have a massive like way to go with our, our development and whatnot. I was saying at that moment that was something that was crushing. You know what I mean? And that can only happen face to face in person with. And that sheikh was a an Abyssinian sheikh, right? It was an African sheikh, and he was rough and he was a big big Shaykh mashallah and when you make a mistake sometimes he'd like get his finger and he'd put it into your and I just remember when he did that to me I remember I just went back and I was sat down and I was broken I was broken and that only happens when when you go and like you study and you have to experience it I remember the first class that I sat in al Hadith the faculty of Hadith I sat down and i was hoping to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i was making dua ya allah do not ask do not let this man ask me a question it was one of my sheikh Shaykh ali abu butain may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserve him, one of the teachers of Masjid nabawi and he came in the first class and he said who is this book written by and he was like okay fathul bari who is it written by al minhaj sharh muslim who is it written by al hidayah who is it written by tamhid who is it written by istithqar who is it written by and giving these names of these great books written by the ulama of hadith that are known now i look back and i'm like they're easy questions right but that day, it was like some of the books, it was the first time I heard the names and this bloke is asking me who are the authors of these books. And I remember sitting there and I'm like, please Ya Allah, do not iftah me in front of this person. It's the first time I'm seeing him. Do not do this. Do not disgrace me over here Ya Allah in front of this man on the first. And then he ripped this comment at the end. He said, if any of you don't know who any of these books, uh, who wrote these books or didn't hear of these books, change your faculty into kulit al-Da'wah. Go, you don't, you don't even belong here. And I was like,
1: second competition competition oh my the
0: faculty's there that class we dropped numbers of about 15 students just left straight away they're like yeah we can't, can't deal with this I persisted in that class I came yani, I believe I came second or third in that exam that exam was probably the easiest thing I ever did why? I just buckled down I, I lived through that semester you know what I mean it's that. like but where did I get that from? if I had buckled right it was easy uh, people left the university because of that class i know three people who left the university because of that one class they couldn't hack it he was like what what's this what's this all right and then he just he just i came here to learn but it's a university level
1: and you're coming here with no self previous study we're running out of time we asked you know to summarize uh, these points and, and Get to some quick questions, which we'll just give short answers to, because we haven't got much time left. And we do advise the brothers to continue seeking knowledge without university in the masjid, and if there's a need, even online, better kalla fikum dear brothers and sisters. And we, the aim of this class is not to put any. Uh, the aim of this program or this particular topic is not to put anyone down. It's to lift people, up. to set to set um, to set high aims and have high goals and aspirations. But sadly, even even if you look at the online comments, there's just some people, uh, like we said it's evident that they don't have a Because ah. the way they give advice is not the best way. So we'll speak about that another time. Um, so is that th- one of the questions that came uh, today? No, no, a few quick questions. Oh, okay, I today we got some hate. Now, um, uh, sister asks, yep. uh, what knowledge do you recommend for a busy mum who homeschools her kids? I've only taken Tajweed lessons and would like to go deeper into Deen.
0: Okay, so the first and foremost thing that you need to come to, inshaAllah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect you, protect your family, protect your children, Ya Rab. Ameen. The first thing that you need to double down on is the study of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You need to know your Lord. You need to know who is Allah, what Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala loves, what Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala doesn't love, what he hates, what are the qualities of qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what are the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what are the characteristics of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Who is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that is first and foremost paramount understanding of what you need to do that's the first thing once you finish that and you can do that through يعني, easy easy books inshallah um, and uh, lessons that the Musharikh have taken A lot, have tawheed taken, a al- lot of Tawheed, tawheed that. courses That, we, that have, that that's have been That's a must learned. for every Muslim that's a, that's a must The second thing after that I generally think is Once you've covered that To a sufficient degree Where you've co- read three Generally three books on that Then you go into the seerah Of the Prophet Sallallahu And you create a skeleton Of the seerah Just a basic seerah That you know that Badr was before Uhud Why did Nabi sallallahu Leave for Badr He left out to get the caravan Caravan went away And he, he knows it in dot points Just a skeleton of the That's the second thing And after that Then It's just Implement as much Of the sunnah In your household And instill it In your children So basic things That you can take on Like for instance Something like Eating with your right hand Drinking in threes Things like walking into the bathroom with your right leg, um, walking out with your left, these these types, walking in with your left leg, walking out with your right, these things are very, very important of the practical implementation of Islam in your household. Because that is what your children are going to take when, they, when you're not there anymore. It's that example that you've left behind, using a siwak at home. Yeah, these little basic things, right? Waking them up for salah, waking them up and making sure
2: that they're making their wudu properly. Yeah, the waking up for salah, sorry, just yeah. that's very important. Yeah, because we find people, even the, the children at the age of um, puberty and for salah and haram, let them sleep. They're tired. We mm.
1: should even give them higher aims and objectives and to pray in the masjid. The yeah. higher you, know, high, mm-hmm. you set the bar, and, Alhamdulillah they'll have high aspirations. So if they miss it in the salah in the masjid, at least. They'll pray on time at home. But if you let if you put the bar low, mm. then what's going to happen? So something that she said that she was a busy mom, right? Yeah. So one of the things is, okay, make
0: the most of your time. So you're going to be doing, يعني, I don't want to be gender specific or anything like that. We don't want to get cops cop smack for that. But you're going to be a lot of the times doing housework. I'm guessing because you said you're a busy mom. So a lot of the things that I, I understand from that is that you have time to listen to things while you're working. So now you use the benefit of YouTube right or, or, or Bayan radio. Uh, radio playlists you use the benefit so the thing that I would do I would ask a sheikh sheikh I have this amount of time what are the playlists that I should listen to what sheikh should I take from where should I listen to and what should I avoid because if you know, know like with, there are some people you know, on YouTube you who just, are very you just
2: popular you open up a door on yourself. inshallah sheikh on his uh, Facebook he's gonna actually make like a little list a little list of possible playlists that people may benefit
1: I, from. They can send us a message and we'll do it, inshallah, no problem. <laughs> we'll, like, we're more than happy to I've, do it. I've and actually if, closed if my that, Facebook that, DMs. If that that particular sister as well sends big. us um, sends uh, us a, a DM or a message to our WhatsApp number. Um, we'll send a radio right as well. And... Some whoa videos. he's sending uh, a radio masha'Allah why not, why not? You <laughs> can or you can pick it up from Dar es Salaam bookstore <laughs> or you can pick it up from Dar es Salaam bookstore <laughs> in the Kemba we go. we'll, we'll send some insha'Allah <laughs> moving on to the next question it's 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 just you know a yeah. few tips yeah please uh, another I don't know it's a brother or sister from the name there Uh alaikum. alaykum when is the best time to memorize Quran the time that you have right now
0: just straight up so if you're looking at time in a day so there are two parts of the day the day and the night the Quran is a day thing and a night thing and a morning thing and an evening thing and the way that you revise is what stated that you revise in your prayer so that's the the, the easiest way to do it so I would suggest يعني, there's no age limit to learning the Quran and memorizing the Quran it's something that you're going to do to the end of your days because you're going to have to revise what you've memorized that's the first thing but if you're looking at like say you have the morning time after Fajr and before Fajr that's the best time for you to get the Hifth um, out of the Way then, after Asr or after Maghrib or after Isha, is where you revise what you've taken in the morning and you revise what you've taken previously, and then the next morning you add on to that. And it's just continuously, um, but the morning and the evening, and you revise constantly through the day through what your prayers and you establish the Quran in the prayer. Barakallah
1: fi. Barakallah. Your, uh, salaam from John Constantine, Salaam alaikum, Sheikh alaykum. Sister Anna says, alaikum, very interesting talk. Do any of you know much about the Charles Stewart University courses? We're getting asked about that. Maybe we'll answer that another time. Um, we can look, go back to it. uh, there are some. What is your sh- advice on studying Islamic studies are online? We dis- at I was Charles Stewart them? University, ah. they partner with an organization in Auburn called Isra.
0: Okay, so again, it you have to understand what is your understand what is your requirement of st- getting a degree. So some brothers have to get degrees because they want to go overseas to teach English somewhere else and they want to do hijrah from Australia and they want to go and get a degree but they need a master's to do whatever they're doing. If you're doing it to get knowledge, if you're doing this course, um, wherever it is, but when you understand that it's a Western university, Charles Stewart, for all I remember, wasn't an Islamic university. Um, yes, they have partnered with another organization, which are, are Muslims. And I genuinely think they're very sincere Muslims as well. I, I've heard very good things about the brothers and sisters at Isra. However, we have to understand that they come from a, d- a certain theolo- theological point, And it's not necessarily representative of the entire broad spectrum, spectrum of Islamic studies. So they're coming from an Ash'ari uh, perspective. And um, they have their studies accordingly, but there are Arabic programs that brothers have done. We know some of the brothers who have done it. So I would suggest if that was the only option, right, for someone to get a, a degree and go overseas to live, then that would be something that someone can take. Um, how they would do it was, I'd be I'd say, establish yourself in knowledge that you can understand what your aqidah is first. Establish yourself in some fiqh before you go into anything. Estab- make yourself a student of knowledge, and then if you had to, and I genuinely don't know, like if someone wants to be a teacher in this country, for instance, and they can't go overseas, right? And are online universities they don't cut it, so they have to do something like this to be an Islamic studies teacher, for instance, or something like that. So you have to really look at it closely. It's not the first option. It's definitely not the f- best option. Um, not in my perspective, and that's my humble opinion. And you can disagree with me or agree yeah, with no, me. But
1: they, any institution, you weigh it up to what they're teaching. Hundred percent. They're not 100%. teaching that which is in agreement with the Quran and Sunnah. Then, with all due respect, no matter how sincere you are, we don't advise anyone to go there because the most important thing for a Muslim is the Aqidah. Uh, no doubt, there's brothers who have benefited there in certain sciences uh, in Arabic. Uh, because, I've heard but they had mm-hmm. knowledge prior mm-hmm. knowledge to entering there. Mm-hmm. So, what we advise all our brothers and sisters is go to institutions and universities and colleges which number one the aqeedah is Dumb. sound do not put yourself in doubtful positions where you're putting your deen, your aqeedah At risk of being polluted hmm. and, and that's like the best way I can say.
0: and sometimes like wh- one of the brothers who did it right he wrote a, a thes- uh, he wrote a essay and he was talking about the Athari perspective on one of the issues and he was har- marked harshly to it Right, So he questioned the mark that he received And they did an internal review And it went to a third party And he actually got the mark that he deserved It was remarked And he did okay at the end He got a, he got a distinction on it oh, I do HC. But just the understanding of it That you're not studying your professors Like for instance that What defines our universities In the Islamic world And these universities Like for instance My Sheikh who taught me Anqeedah Was a student of Sheikh Ibn Uthaymeen who was respected by the mashayikh of the, the place that we were in which is literally the hub of scholars al-madina in saudi arabia and they were they had the taskeers from their scholars and their sheikhs and so we knew the chain right whereas yeah. a lot of the teachers over here you don't know where they've studied I've you don't heard some know. can
2: be non-muslims too.
0: sometimes maybe in some of these universities that your your teacher might not be muslim you have to know who you're taking your knowledge so, from so ibn sirin he said yani I mean, this knowledge that you're taking is is deen it's it's a matter of religion so look at who you take your religion 100%. from number 1 right yeah. so we knew our teachers and sometimes we had issues with some of our teachers who were teaching us arabic ones right so we had a, a one time one of the arabic teachers he had an issue in aqeedah we went and reported that to the to the dean and we were like this is what's happening so like we had certain right certain things that were going on um, and it we knew the chains, we knew where everyone came from, we knew that this person studied from this person who studied from this person, he vouched for him, he vouched for him, and this is where he studied, and this is his credentials this is his works on Islamic studies and his the response to his works have been agreed upon and accepted by the Islamic community there's so many things that go behind it right? but over here you have a person who is not necessarily a mahir an expert in his field nor is he an expert rec- recognized by the experts in that field right? so the experts, of, for instance don't say, you know what, that guy in a Australia is okay you know what I mean no sheikh has said that about a sheikh regardless
2: heavy. it's always going to be watered down to uh, something that's to approved to fit the university standard. That. but yeah, it's
1: any other questions Uh pretty much wrapped up wrapping up for now that fly has been quite annoying hasn't it Dr. Omar? you haven't noticed the fly flying around so you must be just <laughs> if you're fully glued in fully Focus. Focused, huh? Have you noticed that fly? I just I just want to I didn't want to fall over trying to take it out and <laughs> make right. a viral moment for our uh, viewers and listeners. <laughs> I, just,
2: I just haven't noticed <laughs> anything.
1: Haven't um, you noticed the fly flying around? No, that's one what you thinking about the Philly cheesecakes? Philly, Philly cheese. Philly, Philly
2: What are they called again? Philly <laughs> cheesecakes, that's something else. Philly Philly, che- Philly steaks. Philly cheese <laughs> Philly, st- Philly, no, Philly
0: cheese. Philly cheese.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. just one thing I just really want to underline is that we go for it. Just, just because fly, people I go. don't want people there to I don't want people to misunderstand that. When we're talking about online, it has its place. It has its credentials. It has its credibility. I just saw it now. It has its credibility. It's we're, we're, we're focusing more on the point that, you know, it, say it as it is. You know what I mean? There's nothing... If and recognize it for what it is if, as well. Like, if you've been to TAFE, say I went to TAFE. If you've been... Own it. You know, own it. It's, there, there's no shame in it. If mm-hmm. anything... Right, if it, like, There's like no said, stigma It shouldn't be attached I to mean, it If someone's gone to TAFE And done a course he, His income can be more one, <laughs> Than yeah, someone sure that's, that. that's done years of no, study and Can whatever. we take one more comment So we can wrap up yeah.
1: Um. Salamu alaykum I'm really enjoying tonight's program I've benefited so much From the Sharia women's classes at Billmore Shout out to Billmore and face-to-face learning is the best type of learning. I don't make that comment. It's actually here. Were you on your
2: phone
1: before? JazakAllah <laughs> khair, <laughs> Look,
0: I, I genuinely think the standard that we have... Look, there are certain mosques that are just busy. That are just busy with ilm. Um, whether it's Arabic lessons, English lessons. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah I, am, I, I genuinely am proud to be part of this masjid in the sense where I don't get paid from the masjid. I don't I don't have an official title. I'm not part of the shura. I'm not part of anything in this masjid. I come on Monday nights. You're part of our heart. How can you say that? I, I come on Monday nights. I do my lesson and I leave, right? But I... I respect the fact that i have people behind me in the sense where if i if i feel sick then i get people telling me a hey, maybe you should just still rock up you know what i mean like yeah. can you still come there's a guy who's got a massive beard in front of me bro that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue with so look it's there's a lot of focus that goes on with the knowledge that is spread over here And I genuinely think that we have to be Call a spade a spade And be very um, proud of that And, Al- and the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa He says whoever hasn't thanked the people Hasn't thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So All we have to sure. give thanks Where it's due that this masjid uh, Masjid al-Azhar is a beacon in the sense where there is a lot of khair that has come here. Yani mm-hmm. Sheikh Muhammad Du'ar, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect him, preserve mm-hmm. him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him success in this world and the next. Mm-hmm. Wallahi, yani him finishing his uh, Kitab al from Sahih al-Bukhari is a momentous occasion for the people of Sunnah in Australia and in the West. That a person has covered in English an entire commentary of a chapter of Sahih al-Bukhari online recorded is an unbelievable feat. The I mean, most important chapter, Kitab
1: al-Tawheed Exactly,
0: Kitab al-Tawheed from Sahih al-Bukhari And now he's doing Al-Ha'iyyah May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless his classes like, But to have someone that's dedicated to come in right? Dedicated to come in and finish something That's as momentous as that It needs to be like
1: eighty two lessons I think also. That's unbelievable yeah, think That's unbelievable YouTube lessons all available in Masjid al-Azhar YouTube channel Inshallah. And also Al-Bayyan You can check before, it all before
2: out Before you end just one thing Just to tie this all together Yeah As why we're emphasizing on this I remember one of our dima would say The dangerous The most dangerous thing You can have He said The most dangerous thing you Can have is knowledge And we're like What do you, what do you mean? And sometimes you ask a question To trip someone out Get their attention What do you mean Dangerous Most dangerous thing You can have is knowledge He goes Alright let me explain Knowledge that you seek If it's bad knowledge And evil knowledge And wrong knowledge That can never be erased they would always be there. So if someone, for example, has knowledge to do a certain type of evil, for example. Even if he makes tawbah and he repents, that knowledge of how to do that will always remain somewhere in his mind. Habil Qabil, type thing. First so so, murder. Yeah, Yani, but what I'm saying is like it it's Yani, that knowledge, if it's seeked wrong, mm. even if you rectify and sort. you seek so or whatever, it would always be available Or stored in that mind It's not yeah. something That you can sort of Erase yes. completely So he said The mind like a vessel Be careful what you put into it yeah. Because if you start With pure knowledge And righteous knowledge Then that's the path That you continue towards Something paradise. that I think Okay
0: I mean one last thing And then you can kick Allah, me out
2: Go for it I'm kicked off already
0: yeah. The The aim of a student of knowledge Is not to be famous Is not to give lessons He's not to be you know, Known in the community To be respected in the community It's none of that It's to spread Quran, Sunnah according to understanding Of the pious predecessors I want you to understand something يعني, There are days that I am in fee I am in fee To give a lesson right? Because I am afraid to say something About Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Or his messenger that is not true right? So there are يعني, I I, am afraid of a slip of the tongue Wallah I am afraid of it I am scared يعني, You don't understand Of how detrimental it could be where you say something in one way and it's even perceived in another way and you have people
2: saying I think Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says this and I think maybe I I can't remember maybe the Prophet said that if he didn't say it then he probably meant it like that or he probably would have said it if he
0: like and or like this is sahih and this is Daif, right and just like oh that doesn't sound sahih (laughs) what's (laughs) wrong with you no but just you don't understand the amount of strain it puts wallah If you really want to do things properly It's very difficult It's very easy I can give right now The maddest Most emotional talks type Possibilities, right? Based on all da'if, dajala, right? All these stories. يعني, so my sheikh had a dream, and that sheikh was given a piece of bread by the Prophet, and he woke up and the bread was in his hand. Wallah, I just heard that last <laughs> night, right? So I was like, Are you
1: kidding me, bro? What type of bread was he saying?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't know if it had sim sim or not, or black seed on top of it, right? But he's yeah, like, I Allah. would, no, I'm, I'm like, proper, like, next level battle right? I can t- I can rip those stories. We've read it, we know it, we, we can do. Do those books if they're fun, they're enjoyable to read, right? But the scariest thing is to say about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what is not correct and to say about the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa what is incorrect. It's the scariest thing. When I, read, يعني, I, يعني, when I read an ayah or a hadith, I'm petrified. I'm petrified. Even if I have it hifth, even if I've memorized it, I am petrified to say it incorrectly, right? Genuinely. Why? It's because it's a mas'uliyah, it's a responsibility. And I'm only doing this because I feel like there's a need for people to be doing this because I don't think I'm up to the scratch, right? I don't think I'm up to the standard. But there's a need for da'wah in the sense where, if not me, then it's going to be someone who's going to be, who won't be able to even read it to to begin with. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to start from somewhere. Someone has to do something. So, Yani this idea that everyone needs to be doing da'wah, and everyone needs to be known and everyone has to have an Instagram account that needs to go viral and everyone needs to just run amok with it, we have to be. You're a student of knowledge to please Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. 100%. Right? You 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 do this for the sake. You you don't get rich off this. You don't. If I if I had to start a side hustle. And put that 11 hours that would prepare for a lesson into some sort of business I would make money You know what I mean Like just by the scheme of things Of how the world works If you put effort in something You're going to monetize it You're going to do okay with it But this is effort that needs to be put in And we're doing it for one's sake To spread the da'wah Right It's not for personal glory or personal gain We're not doing anything for Yeah, shaykh Sheikh Nidal Have I ever asked you for a check? Not yet <laughs> <laughs> No, not a of a lot of Like it's not It's not something That it is that, doesn't is that a It doesn't. hint You're trying to hit something It, it doesn't, doesn't a... pay well It doesn't Like let's be honest Right It takes it's, takes. I missed my My niece's Aqeeqa Do you remember Or my nephew's Aqeeqa You told me to come Give a class On the Aqeeqa day Do you remember I that I remember that I remember, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> really, remember that He was like is like like, <laughs> come and go Or something like that <laughs> the, lesson, <laughs> the lesson is on
1: Right And he's like And I rocked up I missed my own Like That was poor planning if you ever booked it on a Monday,
0: bro? It's Sunday. We did do it on a Sunday. What's wrong no no with that?
2: What's wrong with you? Seventh day or fourth th- day? Th- yeah. Seventh
1: day. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. It was a seventh. I thought day. Day it was later on. No, was. The it, was day. it was a seventh day. Oh, I'll take that but back.
0: That's then. And so I, I missed <laughs> my, I missed that. I remember, the, I remember the. We just I have to. I remember the week after I got married. You told me to come in. Right, to give that I gave, a se- I gave a 20 minute lesson that day
2: Is that when you came in Straight from your honeymoon Straight here I you didn't even go shorts, I, no, no 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 <laughs> <on. laughs> So just Back from your honeymoon Allah indeed
0: <laughs> After that uh, The only time I got off Is when I went to New Zealand When I went I went overseas But I still rocked up To the lessons Like the week after It's like Alhamdulillah That Like there's
1: a It's not enjo- yani some, If, you're, if it's, you're doing it For the dunya And for wealth This, this is not the on. trade Listen I, um, I'll finish with this From my end Yeah uh, I subscribe to the view that in Dawah we don't have clock on clock off. Yeah. Sign on sign off. Yeah. It's a 24/7 gig. Gig. And you live it and you ask Allah to accept from you. Da- is that why we're going da- to because listen, when you want to, you want to talk? when you want to ascribe yourself or subscribe yourself to woman <laughs> Who you know who is best to be from those who are best in speech? Uh, as Allah tells us, the, those who are best in speech are who. There is no one better than those who call to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and are sincere in calling to Allah. But if it was easy, everyone will do it. If no, it was easy, everyone would do it. So what we're saying is, 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 it is life-consuming, but the rewards are so huge because this is the way of the prophets to to call to what they call to, to I live how they live to. So there is sacrifices and it balances well. It's a balance, and like, I always try to, how can I say, um, you know, keep the, 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 the programs that we are running regular mm. uh, and constant and, and, and put them priority over everything because I believe they're priority. I believe that teaching tawheed, calling to Allah, teaching the Sunnah is our salvation. Mm. And if we don't do it, then Allah may replace us with someone else. And that that's that's what I fear that we are not we have been given a responsibility and we drop this trans- responsibility and we leave it and then this may be a cause for our misguidance and others to be misguided <laughs> this is what this is what I truly fear
0: um yeah. look something that's scary look we have to like we I know we're how long have we gone this uh, we get wrapping up okay just there was yeah yani, there is this culture that's around now of the celebrity dawa culture right and we have to see that it's there and there is someone there is someone who is going to be affected and is like, I wanna be like that guy where I get chased down and I get people ask me for pictures and people ask me for an autograph on my on a book that I write and stuff. He will be affected by that. There's going to be one person at least. And then you understand the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ are the first people who are gonna be dragged in the on their faces to the hellfire. Right? The scholars and those who he were reciters. And this whole concept of يعani, reciting in front of a camera and not not the taraweeh I'm saying just general Like just I'm very scared I'm very scared of like If your intention isn't upright As a student of knowledge This is advice this is to students of knowledge Right And you guys have to understand That we don't have to make those um Contexts And the, just If your niya isn't upright then you're going to have a very hard time in Yom Al-Qiyamah. You can't play games with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The sincerity is very important. 100%. Yeah. That's the, at the end of the day, if you're not sincere and you have something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then at the end of the day, you're just digging a hole.
1: Yeah, to be sincere, to be regular and constant on, on the path, sticking to the path, because uh, it, it requires patience. In, in, being a Muslim in general requires patience. This world is not for us. This world is a prison for us. Uh, our home is Jannah. If we stick to Islam, Stick to the Quran, stick to the Sunnah. Doctor Omar, wrapping up any final comments? I think we
2: ended there. Oh, Wallah it was a beautiful, Yani subhanallah discussion with Sheikh Farhan, and I felt like giving the insights of Medina. I think a lot of people they really, because I mean, people always thought what it's like to be in Medina. What, what's the feeling? And I think a bit of that emotion that he puts upon Allah. Um, gave a lot of people a nice insight subhanallah and the struggles of of seeking knowledge may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you Um, other than that alhamdulillah inshallah we have many many opportunities for Sheikh Farhan to be Available again. Shaykh I Farhan, mean, I mean, I
1: mean, I mean, any final comments? Kept you longer just, than uh, just, just expected, uh, but Look, coffee. I feel like
0: because I had my operation early Ramadan and I Shifat couldn't come Allah. in I mean, Rab, Because I couldn't come in, I feel like you guys are getting me for the whole amount missed as yeah, well. Yeah, so I I just on the comment that yeah, I that glorification of certain things, right? I still remember the first moment That's that I, I walked inside of the university in the actual uni, I remember walking I remember walking into. Techman wants
1: us to keep going because he reckons that the brothers and sisters are requesting for more. Keep, so. keep going
0: or no, we'll stop.
1: Okay, so. Well, if he was really serious about that, the coffee would have came in. Well, I oh, my tea Bull finished weekend. a long time ago My man No, no Red Bull no, Red <laughs> no, no 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 no. Forget no. about it No no no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I gotta go bro um, Wrapping up So
0: <laughs> I was just saying that I remember the first time That I went into Building 7 Which is like a, a place that Just I had to crash for a night or two After I went to my first room And that My first room was outside of the university Because they had dorms outside So I had, this is the first time That I'm actually in the university In a dorm in the university Building 7 Building 7 that Or Building sounds, 8 Oi uh, It was epic. like I walked seven. I remember walking walking into the bathroom Akramakumullah, and I spewed up Akramakumullah. from just a stench from just a stench it was the worst experience of my life and I was like this is not something they put on the brochure and no one mentioned this this is false advertising <laughs> you know what I mean? like, and that, I didn't start a single class and I still يعني, this, uh, I genuinely fee for the state of the da'wah in the sense where the next generation that comes Is going to be very superficial And then we just need to fix that before it happens Because if it's people just fa- They're trying to get this fame And get like any, yani, And there are people that are famous without a single
2: inch of knowledge And that's even scarier You know what I mean? So, so can, can we say the struggles of learning Makes you appreciate the knowledge that you've received?
0: But if you can be patient on that to begin with yeah. That's something Right, how, how many people rocked up? And I remember the first week they left. left. Right, right. the mm-hmm. first week they couldn't, and they took someone else's spot as well. Right, they got accepted. They tried to, and I know one brother. I remember he tried to get admitted into the university for three years. He got in. He walked in, and he saw the state of the building. Right, just the building and the way that the guy talked to him from behind the counter. Right? the guy just was he was just like nah i'm not dealing with this and he left three years gone down the drain like that right and he took someone else's spot in this whole yeah yani, drama right but the, not many people finished in my list that was we were accepted i think there were seven names only three of us finished or two of us finished the rest of them they didn't even last a semester or two Right? So it was very very sad But that's just the reality of it We have some of the highest drop off rates From the western world Into the Islamic University in Medina Because we, you, it's this ego that we have And this ethos that we try to cap, carry around ourselves That we're better than or We're beyond everything And no one can tell us that we're wrong But anyways My main advice to students of knowledge um, Here, wherever they're listening from Is the most beloved actions to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la Are the most consistent Even if they're small So be consistent in whatever you do be consistent in whatever you do In pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless your efforts Your studies, your time and your wealth And your families And inshallah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept from us What we do in this world and the next Amen. Barakallahu fikum Wa sarallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala ahli wa sahbihi wa Khairan. wa khairan Jazakumullahu khairan
1: Dr. Omar, uh, Sheikh Farhan Who will be back with us At Masjid al-Azhar Bilmo Upstairs uh, On top of the radio station here Bilmo uh, One week after Eid one week Inshallah. after Eid for Tafsir uh, Unlock Series, بإذن uh, الله ta'ala. I'd like to thank all our brothers, our tech team, all our brothers and sisters who contributed. We didn't get to all the comments. Uh, barakallah fi for watching, and until next time, Salam alaikum, Alhamdulillah, wa barakatuh.
0: This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Al Sunnah Al Jama'a.